Hey everybody, welcome to Tales from the Kayfabe. Uh, I am Kevin. I'm Jack. I'm Matt. And we are joined by the our first ever two-time guest, our returning a guest. returning champion it's, guest. Good to be back, guys. Brand, it's, it's Brandon. Brandon. He's, he's, his, his status has changed, though, in between oh. then and now. We should, we should, we should say something about this oh, because is this facebook has said we're taking it public facebook has said that he's if engaged go, now oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah i grab the brass ring and i put it on her finger <laughs> <laughs> i put the brass ring on her finger oh yeah congratulations thank, by the way thank you guys and also you weren't here for this kevin but it's been 20 years since i started dating my wife holy shit yeah Oh my right today, I, today. I was ten Whoa. when you started dating your wife. I've been dating her for a long time. I still haven't got it right. Help me, like. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't it Wouldn't it be great if you started dating your wife on the 29th? And so, if you like forgot the yeah. anniversary, it's like, well, it didn't come around didn't this, year. this year. Not this year, not, I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> she gave me a card today, and I was like, oh, is that today? It's our I thought it was the 29th. I thought, yeah, exactly. I thought it was the 29th. We went to Scream. That was that, that was, was your first date. Yeah, that was our first date. We oh, went to Scream. Shit. She did not tell me she was a horribly afraid of scary movies. Why would she go to Scream? Like, because she wanted a, to, a date. She wanted to date. She someone. wanted that D. All right, before D we, stands for date. No, yeah, she she. That's all she wanted. Before we be, before we go. Uh, further on with our wrestling podcast here i mean we 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 started a subject here uh have you ever been on like date where someone really wanted to see like a certain movie or do something and you're just like uh (laughs) yes just like that well what is it what's i see i was the one that was like we should go i didn't even really really want to see the movie i was like it's out it seems lighthearted blah 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 it was actually date movie yeah. I don't know if you remember that one. Oh, that was yeah. a horrible movie. It was awful. Uh, and me and this guy that I was kind of sort of dating at the time. It was weird. It was a weird situation. And that you and never I saw each other again? I mean, you're not far off. <laughs> okay. I didn't mean I didn't mean to rub that in. Uh, no, it was just really fucking... Like, I was like, yeah, we should just go see a movie. Like, I wasn't... A hundred percent, like, down for that particular movie. It wasn't like, I have to see this. Uh, there was another date I remember I went on with a boyfriend at the time, actually. We went and saw Benjamin Button, I believe. And we were the only two people in the theater. Oh, and so we made out on. through most of it. There you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so for me, here's here's mine. Yeah. Every once in a while, my wife will get really excited. And she'll come up to me and she'll be like, Hey, you want to watch Property Brothers with me? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah well honey i'd rather do anything but watch property brothers oh. but that's what you really into right now so let's go watch property brothers so you can use your eye candy to think of me as something other than what i am she thinks the view is two twins I think, yeah they're so handsome they're so and handsome. what a business model <laughs> <laughs> That's 
good stuff. What about you, Kevin? Um, I'm I'm trying to think like because you're the one that brought up the idea. Yeah, I know. That I know because I wanted to know other stories. Uh, <laughs> I didn't have one. Off- you guys ever do that? I, I thought I had one offhand. The the only story that's coming to mind is uh, uh I went on a date with someone uh, to the botanical gardens and it turned out my parents were there <laughs> and wanted to wanted to tag along on this date and I made it clear you may or may not have told this story on, on this, this podcast yeah, before. Yeah. Shit, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it stuck with you though. It stuck, it stuck with, with me. It's because no, it's, it's hilarious. It's the date, upsetting thing. The date ended in a double date with my parents. They wouldn't say no. We had to go to the hill with them. <laughs> Did they at least pay? Yeah, they parents? paid. Oh fuck yeah, they paid. Man. You know, killer move. Pay. You win killer some, you move. lose some. Hey, it's a free that's, bottle of wine think, and free appetizers. I think if my parents were around, that's how I would like end every date. I'd be like, well, let's just run into you so you can pay for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> the girl was really like, are you sure you didn't plan this? I'm like, why the fuck would I plan this? Like, w- really? This is the most awkward situation I could have possibly been in. I would okay. not have put myself in it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Wait, what's your, what's your, what's your uh, parents, what are your parents' names? Just Bob, Bob and Julie. Bob and Julie, because like, like here's like the thing. The last thing you want to think of whenever you're getting on the romance mm-hmm. is being like, I don't think of Bob and Julie while we make out later, like, because Ugh. that's what I want. I wanted to see your face when I said that. Yeah. I said their names. I want to look into your eyes and I want to say their names and I wanted you to picture yourself making out with someone while you're thinking of them. So weird. <laughs> this, is, this is a weird test. So wrestling. So wrestling. Oh my god. What are your parents' names? <laughs> Why are you asking everyone's Matt? Stop you know what? Stalking no. our it's... parents. Listen, guys. Have you you've met my parents, haven't you? I have. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um so, so wrestling. So wrestling, because there is some awkward stories that will come up later. Uh as they involving parents. Do. What? Oh yeah, it is involving Paris. Segway. I was, hoping, I was honestly hoping that. Honestly, I'm kind of sad we did the marriage episode before so, because this would have been a great episode for he, that. Here's the thing. Hey, Brandon, what are you in store for? I kind of, kind of found out about this recently when I already asked him to be on the podcast and we went over the stories, and then when it was official, I was like, "Oh shit, we should have done the marriage episodes," but. There's still one important marriage that you guys have not covered. So oh, maybe we'll save that for... We'll sa- save that one. <laughs> You're not talking about... I'm talking about trips. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> trips has been ma- has had three weddings, though. <laughs> like, and there's one that I now know what you're talking about. I mean, it's the big one. The one that led to love. <laughs> All right. God, coming soon. Do, do you know that one offhand? Kind of, yeah. Audible time. Yeah. <laughs> We're calling an audible. All right. All right. Okay, uh, uh, so this was... Man, I don't know too much. Okay. It actually culminates at the same pay-per-view as one of our other stories tonight, so it kind of okay. works out perfectly. Well, then, let, yeah. So... Um, let's, well, let's, we'll get to that one, then, if it's at the same pay-per-view. Yeah. So, uh, Triple H uh, and Stephanie McMahon, a famous real-life couple right, now. Right, 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 yeah. right, 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 right. 
Yep. So I know why. Yep, yep, yep. Originally, when Stephanie McMahon was kind of introduced, uh, it was because she was involved in kayfabe with a wrestler named Test. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that guy. Yeah. Well, R.I.P. Um, but uh, right. <laughs> they had a marriage, uh, or one of the famous weddings on TV. Uh, and in the middle of their wedding, Triple H's music hits. And mm-hmm. uh, of, as in classic sense, you know. Um, and uh, so he says that he has some footage to show that's going to uh, change the outcome of this wedding. And this is my favorite part of this. This is everyone's favorite yeah. part of this. So throughout the night, they're showing vignettes of Stephanie's bachelorette party. She's going out drinking with uh, the likes of Mae Young and um, <laughs> Fabulous Moolah. Oh, real quick. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Uh, uh, another anniversary that we need to talk about today. 17 years ago to this day... May Young gave birth to a hand. I think oh. today, today the oh. same happy birthday hand. Oh my god! I so, sh- yeah, it's historic. It's it's historic. The same day that you and your wife went to go see Scream, <laughs> she was pushing out a baby she was hand. Pushing out a hand. Well, like three years after. Three years after, but still, we would have been celebrating that. They we felt been... it. <laughs> they they knew it was coming. We felt it. We felt every inch of that hand. <laughs> uh, anyway, she's hanging out with Mae Young. Yeah, they're they're you know they're having fun. They're getting drinks. There's a stripper at some point, um, and then here's where the rest comes in. So she got kind of drunk, passed out, mm-hmm. uh, and then we find Triple H in a what drive-through wedding chapel. Yeah, and <laughs> Stephanie McMahon passed what? out. In the passenger seat. So they pull up to the wedding chapel and uh, he mouths the words for her, I do. (laughs) He's got such a rapey. He's got such a strangely rapey storyline. Like like, he does he does have like the worst like this was like one of the coolest storylines then, and I look back at it now and I'm so ashamed of it, like of enjoying it because it is so rapey. And but it led to a real marriage. It it led, yeah, because at the time they were not even dating. No, he was this, dating China at the time. He was dating China. That's oh. true. R.I.P. China. Well, yeah. R.I.P. China. Is there like a record for how many RIPs we can get in one episode? No, I mean, we, did last week. Week. We, did. we did a lot. We did a lot last week. Lot. <laughs> just every uh, mention. But we didn't respect one of them, which is <laughs> no. It was really just bad. It was Whoa. bad. Oh, we we left one out too. Oh, really? Uh, there was Ch- Chavo Guerrero Senior. Oh, Chavo Guerrero uh, Senior. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we left him out. So. RIP. That's how I respected him. <laughs> By not, by not, by not, not dragging his name through the lo- mud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he gets respected. Okay. Um. So yeah. He, so basically, the marriage goes through, and then uh, yeah. So Steph is crying in the ring, just uh, like ugly crying, screaming, "I hate you!" To Triple H, and then Triple H ends on the charming line: "The question is not how many times." To- or not did we, but how many times did we consummate the marriage? <laughs> He's talking about date rape. Whoa. He's talking about date rape. You were passed out. 
and I had sex with you. Yeah. <laughs> and married you. And married you. Come on now. And married you. Someone you didn't even know was going to be inside yeah. of you was inside of you. Yeah. I just... What a... I just... We're not... So let's... We're not done here? No, well, I mean, we're not quite done yet. Because... Well, like, here's I the get question. that it was. It, it, this was all in like kayfabe. Yes. And in real life, they, you know, what may have actually been dating or whatever. Blah blah blah. I mean, a romance was budding behind the scenes. Right. But like to have that be the storyline. Oh yeah. So yeah. well, he was already inside. By the of way, that, inside of that. Uh, this was all Triple H's idea. He was this was, one oh, Triple H's. This one well, was all Triple H's. Yeah. He has talked but about Vince it. But Vince okayed it. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a good idea. I smell money. <laughs> I smell money. Uh, Take my daughter to a drive-thru. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then it all it all culminated in a fight between uh, Vince and Triple H, in which Stephanie then turned on her dad. Oh. Kick, I believe it kicked him right in the balls. And, yeah, and she became evil Stephanie. Yeah. The billion-dollar princess. She just... Oh. Yeah. So that's how evil Stephanie was born. Mm-hmm. That's sweet. Yeah. It's a real sweet love um, story. We it's have a sweet love story. I hope um, that you and, and your fiance have a tale as lovely as that Who's one. Is she going to turn on? Oh. <laughs> I mean, I guess it has to be your dad, right? I mean, I don't know. I don't know what kind of things know. are happening. We love you, Denny. We're not going to turn on you. <laughs> We're not turning on you ever. Uh, anyway. I don't know you. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't uh, know your father. What's his name again? I want you to think of him real hard next time you can. Sorry. Please I'm just, don't, Matt. I'm just going to go back to it. No, Please stop Matt, ruining Matt. parents for us. Matt, no, they Matt had to let's out. talk about one of our new favorite wrestlers on this show. Uh, are we uh, the Big uh, Boss Man? The Big Boss the Big Man. Uh, R.I.P. R.I.P. Big Boss Man. Uh, so... Big Boss Man. We talked about him last week. This is whenever he was in the tactical gear, like, uh, looking real sharp in all black. And uh, it was kind of before he passed away, uh, a couple years before he passed away. Mm -hmm. Immediately Um, after uh, he forced Al Snow to eat pepper. Yeah, okay, so this is right after. His next storyline, after the uh, famous continuation last week. We got a sequel going on here. After the famous kennel in a hell in a kennel, hell in a canal, hell in a canal, canal, canal. You have to make it rhyme. I think it was called kennel from hell. Kennel, yeah, yeah, kennel from hell. Ken- I like from hell, hell in the canal. Yeah, that's better, better though. That's good. Um, after that Sounds famous romantic. match, he starts it up with the Big Show. Um, the Big Show. For those of you who don't know, we talked about it last time. Uh, Brandon was on this podcast. Uh, started in WCW as the Giant. The giant. And uh, then he went over to WWE. Just went by his original name, Paul Wyatt. Yeah. At first, and then the Big Show. Yeah. Then they gave him the Big Show moniker. The Big Show moniker. Well. He, he also apparently lived in my hometown for a minute. Yeah. To the point he's where a, he's yeah, a graduate he, of uh, SIUE. He played basketball at SIUE. Uh, and everyone that goes there, and anytime I'm around someone from Edwardsville and wrestling is on, they want to make that fact. Like, I've never they need heard to, it. Hey, it needs hey, to be known. Hey, you know that hey, the big show's hey, from there? Did you know that the big show wrestled at uh, 
So you also I don't know why all your why, yeah I don't hey. know why all your friends sound like a stereotype. Hey mm-hmm. Kevin, can you pass a Dorito? Oh. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. Uh, We're just talking uh, about your friends. Okay. Yeah, you know your friends. Yeah. My, my friends. Uh, <laughs> all those characters. Your friends. You know the characters from '90s cartoons. Like what? I'm pretty sure this is like the voice of like. Darkwing Duck. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. All right. We're moving on from this. Um, it's like, this is like a high-pitched bullwinkle or something. I don't know. So, the big show, um, I'm unclear how exactly. Also, that's not a 90s cartoon. Okay, I'll stop. I'm unsure how exactly it starts with, uh, with the big show, but I do know that somewhere along the line, Big Show's father died. Now, I'm not nope. sure. Yeah. Yeah, Big Show's, in real life, his father actually okay. died in 1992. Okay, so it was long before he yeah. started wrestling. Yeah. Um. So they were in kayfabe. His father died. Yeah. And he reveals that his father has terminal cancer in mm-hmm. an interview with Michael Cole. One of the first times the Big Show cries, which if it you follow present-day res- wrestling, he cries a lot now. Cries He's actually pretty good at it. So he's got acting chops, guys. Y'all see Knucklehead? <laughs> what? What's the, what's the thing? Knucklehead? No, what it's that? terrible. That... So, yeah, that's a bad movie. Anyway, uh, he he starts he start, uh Big Boss Man starts taunting Big Show by like stealing because uh, it's his father's dying at that point and he's stealing like heirlooms. Yeah, he steals and his... breaking them in front of him. <laughs> Then hires a fake that's, cop that's, that's, to that's, notify them. Guys, stop! Don't please stop it. That's that's our grandfather clock that came over on a Mayflower. Stop! No. I'm sorry. The, you like this? No, <laughs> the no. Big that boss was, man that is was, supposed to be in law enforcement. He doesn't. I mean, he doesn't enforce the law. He, he breaks it. <laughs> he is such a dick. Sometimes the law is tough. <laughs> the law is tough. <laughs> I cried when my doggy ran away and I was seven. That's how he sounded. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. so he hi- you said he hires a cop? Yeah, he hires a fake cop to tell Big Show that his dad has died. Um, and then uh, on GTV, it captures, which GTV is this thing, like this hidden camera thing that like kept happening. It was All supposed right. to be revealed to be gold dust. Regardless, uh, he, it love, shows. I love that gold dust is like, can't be seen. Like for some well, reason, they don't see him. Goldust had demons, so <laughs> it was never revealed to be Goldust. Uh, but uh, he was like, they showed that he hired this guy, and Big Show's dad hadn't died yet. Mm. And then he was like, "What did he do? Oh, my daddy, my daddy." <laughs> so, um, the big payoff with all of this, and we'll just kind of hover over this a little bit because yeah. he's breaking heirlooms and breaking all these things and then Big Show's father dies and Big Boss Man decides to go to the funeral and not the funeral like the cemetery where they're burying him shows up in like a police van that looks like the Blues Brothers like with a mega with a megaphone attached to it that looks like the Liberty Bell turned on its side on top of it so huge (laughs) And he's like yelling. He's like, "Hey, did I not get invited?" And he's like, 
driving up, and then he gets out of the car. And Can the car please, in my mind, have the uh, bam, 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 bam? Like in your it mind, might one. as well have. <laughs> it might. <laughs> um. So he gets out of the car and and starts hitting on Big Show's mom, saying, <laughs> "If you want a real man, since you're." <laughs> husband is dead hey, now that you're single you want a real man now that you're single you want a real man and then uh then hey, big show your, your yeah. husband's cold i'm warm <laughs> good that's exactly the line he used i'm sure it was uh so big <laughs> show my pickup line that's big show starts running <laughs> after the car right starts run, running towards the car and uh they actually hit the big show at first yes Hits the big show at first, and he rolls off, and then uh, Big Boss Man drives over and does and attaches a cable. Yeah, like a chain to the casket. <laughs> <laughs> and you have this amazing visual. You have this amazing visual of. The Big Show jumping on the casket and getting dragged behind a car on this casket as he drives through this cemetery. He rolls off and then does a somersault where he's almost vertical on his shoulders. It's so cartoony. It's great. I'm going to have to find this on YouTube later. You, it's you it's a famous to. clip. It's a very good clip, if I if I do say so. Can we talk about what the Big Show is wearing to his dad's funeral? Yeah, it's very odd. Because he has leather pants on, a black t-shirt, and then like a leather duster. Oh, you guys don't wear that to church? Is I that mean, just me? I mean, only on Easter. Okay. Right. See, well, it's, well, I mean... Come on! It, it's, it's his... It's, it's, his good clothes. It's good clothes. <laughs> Church clothes. It's the only black Look, I have. That's all I got. Yeah. I'm in mourning, guys. I used to have is... more black clothes, but they were heirlooms, and they just got destroyed. Everything else is blue. Well, remember, all his shirts came from his dad. Oh. <laughs> so. That's a callback so. to a previous episode. <laughs> Tune in to Tales from the Kayfabe. Yeah. Subscribe if you haven't already. <laughs> subscribe. So, uh, so three <laughs> I just want days this later, show to just turn into us doing plugs for plug this show for the podcast. <laughs> so three three days later, uh, Big Show wins the uh, championship yep. at Survivor at Survivor series. series. This is the uh, famous one where Austin needed time off, so he gets hit with a car and is replaced with yes. Big Show. Replaced with Big Show, Big Show wins, and all of a sudden he's in this feud at the same time with Big Boss Man. So they're just like, okay, let's just do that. They make the next night, they make Big Boss Man the number one contender, and they're also <laughs> playing up the fact, oh, he's doing this for his father. Although his father died in '92, yeah. this is like 2002, yeah, or, uh, uh, or no, it's '99, yeah, '99, yeah, okay. So his father died a while ago at that time. And, right. And uh, so, like, he's doing this for his father, and they're making it this big her- heroic thing. So then you know that Big Boss Man now has to really lay it on. And he's teasing things, and he's still taunting him and everything. And then he shows him a clip while Big Show is in the ring of him going 
to a big boss man going to the big show's mom's house. Oh God! And saying, "I did some, I I did some digging. I I I did my research, and I know some facts. And you better come clean about this, or your son's gonna find out." And he references his police background in there. He's yeah. like, "I've been in law enforcement for years, and I got these documents. They're public record." Uh, basically the public record that he wanted to see if I have this correct is that Big Show was born out of wedlock that he's a bastard that was the big reveal that was the big reveal what isn't that how everybody's born nowadays (laughs) pretty much like that that's kind of like if that's the big reveal you're like oh that's it yeah it's it you're a bastard she's like I I think they're kind of inferring that his dad was not his dad, in a sense. Because yeah. he's like, she's like, let me tell him, let me tell him. And she's like crying, and that, and he's like, tell him what? That he's illegitimate. <laughs> he's like, that he's a bastard. <laughs> and then I just that's pull- such like a like nineteen like. 30s thing yeah. to be like an awful thing in 1999 that's like it feels like the plot and? line of like a, like a lifetime movie or something you know? the, the perspective of this is you're seeing it through the window and they're like in and you're seeing boss man at the kitchen table with big show's mom and then he's like say it he's a bastard and then he's like he points out the window he's like you see that red light you just told the big show and uh, millions of people that he's a bastard. That he's a nasty bastard. <laughs> so he, he candid cameraed her, basically. Um, he's it, a nasty bastard. <laughs> it just kind of went on with a uh, big show winning. Yeah. Uh, the, there's not there's much not really more huge... to that. No. Uh, except for when oh. the boss man used like tear gas on him. Oh, that's right. He did <laughs> use tear gas on him. Um. Yeah, and. The funny part about the funerals scene is like they put that in there because they needed comic relief at that point because the it was getting so heavy uh, and like Bossman was getting death threats. So they're like, all right, we need to inject some humor in here. And that's the funny part. Yeah. That's, a, that, <laughs> that's like, some pitch black humor. Yeah. It's <laughs> like hooking dark. up a, a coffin to a car. And driving it around a cemetery is hilarious. Also, but also, like, still fucking dark. Bossman's character, you, you gotta he understand, was, he, was, he just cooked a, someone's dog. Right, and gave right, it right, to right, right, right. Like, and he was constantly playing like the like the uh, just a horrible heel. Like dude, every time I saw him, like he was good at. He's it. the heel of heels. Yeah. like in that era, like. Because you can't even like him at that point. Like, even if you're, like, a fan of the character. Like, he's just a dirtball. Yeah. And he w- feeds people dogs and <laughs> desecrates caskets. I, uh. I kind of remember him just being, like, like every every s- stereotypical southern corrupt cop. He was just channeling, like, I mean, all that energy. Can you imagine in this day and age the cops being the bad guys? What? Oh, no. It, it... <laughs> Man. Um, there is a couple more Big Boss Man stories that we actually will save for another podcast. Um, okay. I'm sorry. Let's have some heroic stories. <coughs> a policeman? No. <laughs> 
No. Okay. All right. I don't know of a cop in the. Uh, is there? Is there another cop in uh, in wrestling besides uh, Big Boss Man? I feel like there's gotta be. There's gotta be. No. Why didn't they I never had a detective? I don't remember character? of any other like police officer that no, was I don't think a, so. a wrestler. Like, no, that, I mean there's like, the Mountie. Oh, that's close. There's the Mountie. He was a dick too. Was he? Apparently, they couldn't do the Mountie in Canada because it was such a hot button thing to have like them yeah. portraying a Mountie. They got mad. And yeah. He also, he also was a real dick in real life, from what I heard. <laughs> oh. Uh, he trained uh, my favorite wrestler Kevin Owens, and he talks about how that guy was just a huge dick all the time. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, uh, the Mountie. Okay, the Mountie could count. That was okay, sort of. Was, did, did the boss man? He used to like walk around with a noose too, didn't he? Well, that okay, oh, no. that's a different story for a different day. Oh, okay, like I was just trying to think because I. I did watch. I did watch some of like him yeah. whenever I was yeah. like younger, and I remember like him like basically threatening to lynch people. Mm-hmm. Is kind of what I have in the back of my head. I, like, I don't know about that. I, it, what, I think it, that might be a product of your imagination. It could be. I have a lovely imagination. <laughs> and let me tell you something. <laughs> uh, so heroic story. Yeah. Let's talk about someone that walked around with a bat. A bat as an animal or bat as a b- I was uh, I'm hoping for the former. Let's talk about someone that dressed as the crow and walked around with a bat. Ah, okay, so you did not you did not clarify the animal or the what was his hitting name? utensil. What was his name again? Sting. 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 The man called Sting. Oh. So, uh, this, this is was a- during emo when emo was magic. Sort of. So this <laughs> a is primo, actually. It's a, it's a little yeah, primo. Yeah. Uh, primo. It's, it's primo. <laughs> primo. So, there's a wrestler named Primo, so we got a <laughs> primo and epico. Anyway, also I want to do a promo. Listen to Tales from the Kayfabe. All the oh, other episodes. We... Subscribe on iTunes. Like on Stitcher. Give us a blood sample. Just, uh, well, we're swapping like liquids now. Is that <laughs> yeah. what we're doing? You don't know that. Um. <laughs> so no, wait, wait, real quick I, yes. before we before we move on with Sting Please. was Sting the wrestler because he was that played with the police was, <laughs> was he the wrestler that basically would go into a ring sit down and cry for five minutes or am I thinking of a different guy I think you're thinking, I think oh, you're I think thinking you're definitely... of you it could be I, I, Again, that's how you do all of like that's how you do improv well, on, I remember on I think it was uh, WCW. Oh, sitting were, in a corner? Yeah, sitting in a corner. Raven. Raven, okay. Oh, yeah, that's Raven. Yeah. Quote that, Raven, like, nevermore. Like, it was like freaking, like he would basically just sit out matches, just sit there and cry. And like, yeah, you're not too far off. Yeah. Okay. I, I get what you're saying. That was, that was just what I'm, I'm I also want to point out, because I'm, I'm, I'm looking up for jokes later. Um, You're researching your jokes? Yes. Um, guys, I, you, my I jokes can't have wait to for be these, accurate. I can't wait for these jokes at the end, guys. I'm going to do a whole bit about Sting the Wrestler and Sting the Musician. It's going to be great. Doesn't, doesn't Sting the Wrestler, uh, doesn't he... He works for like a football team now or something, right? Or, I don't think so. Or, or, Again, that creative no. imagination of yours. No, 
okay. But I, yeah, I really? just want to say it's it's, this is not the first time I, for this podcast I've gone to the Sting Wikipedia page apparently because it was a purple link instead of a blue link. We might have talked about Sting a little bit before, but um, also just want to let you know, get oh. ready for some awesome jokes at the end. I'm gonna he do some research. Sweet. He, he had the reason I'm thinking of that is is he he started a promo with the Dallas Cowboys. Oh. He was the intimidation coach. Um, Did he? Okay. It was that thing. That Sorry. makes sense. Sorry. I so, got us off track. This is a story about reinvention, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. Are you okay? He just oh had no. this violent... Is, he's passing Jack's, liquids. He's passing his headphones <laughs> off. He's passing liquids. <laughs> we want some of my blood, Jack? Uh... I'll so, leave it here for you in a cup. Also, cup. by the way, just, I so, wanna get on with just this. to answer our question from earlier, there was one other wrestler who was uh, the police. It's Sting. This, you, I get just ready made, for this I high made five that joke. <laughs> Jack's jokes are on a five-minute delay. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. All right. We're going right. to get Listen to episode 13. That's the one I'm on. Subscribe to Tales from the Kayfabe on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. This bit has gone on too long. Leave your urine sample in the mailbox. What? <laughs> so, a story so, of reinvention. A story of reinvention. I'm moving on. Fuck you, Jack. Don't say anything. I just threw something at Jack. All right. You threw a stress ball at me, and now I'm super I'm stre- stressed. I'm stressed. I put my stress onto you. I wasn't even going to say anything. You were gearing. I wasn't. Okay. So, okay. Sting. I was just going to say we're we need to reinvent our God podcast damn. because it's gone God way damn. off the rails. Sting. Okay, Sting. Sting. Sting was a big wrestler uh, in the late 80s, early 90s for WCW. He was basically the face of the company in many senses of the word. One of their few homegrown stars. One of their few homegrown stars. Uh, they then get Hulk, Hulk Hogan in there, and so Sting kind of takes like a backseat a little bit. He's not the big star anymore. And uh, he starts in real life, like he used to have a flat top and bleach blonde his hair and then wear, wear like this colorful face paint. And he was doing that all the way up until this was about 97? Yeah, it was like when the NWO started. So all the way up to 97, and that's still a little outdated for that time. So he didn't know what to do because he also was like damaging his hair by putting peroxide (laughs) and dye in it all the time. So he's like, what do I do? And he's like, okay, I I have brown hair. I just got to grow this out now. I just... I can't do anything with it. And uh, Scott Hall, of all people. Ayo. Ayo. (laughs) He saw... That's what you should do, man. He saw the movie The Crow. (laughs) He he saw the movie The Crow, and he goes, have you seen the movie The Crow? You see this thing? You see this thing yet, dude? What you do is just... It's actually pretty decent. It's too sweet. I like it. Uh, basically, what you should do is rip off the crow, paint your face white, slick your hair back, and he also rip off the Undertaker. Uh, just kind of do the creepy thing. I love and, the one interview. Where he's like, "I'm not saying rip off Taker, man, but rip off Taker." Yeah, <laughs> I'm not saying do it, but do it. <laughs> so they finally, uh, so all of a sudden, he just shows up one time, and uh, he is he's. The, the very first one is the exact crow makeup, like the exact crow makeup. And he's just like, and he 
says something like uh he, he says something like in a riddle I can't remember exactly what he says it's just something like uh you never know what you're gonna know and there's no answers or, so what is said, it it's like is it like the never say never thing it's like or? a never say never thing so he he says riddle that me this riddle me that how long will it take for you to be flat on your back on the mat that's pretty good. That's uh, uh, okay. I like that. <laughs> I've that got one. back in Kevin's good graces. Now about <laughs> the Sting. Jokes. I wouldn't say that. Um, <laughs> what we didn't say is that uh, Sting was wearing a green bowler hat with question marks painted on the side. <laughs> We're moving on. <laughs> yeah. So Sting, uh, then you don't see him for a little bit. Yeah, it disappears for a while, and he just all of a sudden is just up in the rafters, <laughs> and just like. In di- a little bit different makeup that looks better. It's yeah. black and white. Like, it's w- a white face with, like, some black lines going down. Yeah. And he's, like, he's just, like, creeping in the rafters. And they'll just show the camera yeah. up there. Like, oh, what? what is that? Is that that's that's Sting? It. Oh, yeah. my God, that's Sting. And then all of a sudden, like, and he's not doing anything. It's just, and like, then, weeks. Like, it just, like, the spotlight hits him. And they're like, oh, my God, he's here. He's in the rafters. And watching. then, like, <laughs> a week later, he'll do something. And then just like hold up a bat and just like point it down at the ring, and then that the was it. Yeah, the vulture that. Oh, he, he had, had a vulture yeah. too. God damn, he had a vulture. <laughs> he had a vulture with him. But it was so cool. It was so cool, and so people are like, "What the fuck is going on with this guy?" And then he would go down to the ring, and just would point at wrestlers with a bat. And my favorite is he pointed like so he wouldn't say one word wouldn't wrestle one match and he became the most popular wrestler just because he was so fucking mysterious. Uh. Um to the point where he goes uh uh he starts something with Hulk Hogan and my favorite is Hulk Hogan's reaction when he points the bat at him. Is he pointing at me? Is he pointing at me? What? What? I've never been here before. Yeah. I've never been here before. What? It's, oh, it's the water's not hot. It's, it's not hot. He's just freaking out over that. Like, what? Is, what? Is, what is, he's pointing at me. What? So they. So um, this goes into the uh, the Bret Hart thing, right? Yeah. Okay. So so uh, we talked on this. On Tales from the Kayfabe on past episodes. Subscribe Listen to us to Tales on from iTunes. From the We're on really Stitcher. Subscribe on Tuesday. iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Just spit, just spit at me. Um, we talked about the Montreal screw job before. Yeah, yeah here's uh, a clip from that episode. Oh, that's a screw job if I ever heard one. Thanks. This has been the Whistler. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great clip. That was, that was amazing. That was a great a good clip, clip, guys. Good so, up. <laughs> we're wasting so much time. Okay, so let. So listen, he, this podcast is nominally about wrestling, but mostly about me and Matt fucking around. Is it? It is. is. It is today. It is today. <laughs> it is today. So throw, so throw something at Jack. Okay. So here, here's what it is, ball. Jack. Oh, okay. Brett comes into WCW like yes. one of the biggest stories in the industry. Like, talk about right. a golden opportunity just at your feet. Now, okay, so th- so he was. 
he wasn't in WCW at the, at whenever this this other stuff started. Sting, yeah. Uh, yeah, he he kind of is. Okay, he yeah. or he's at least he's, coming into. So he, he jumps over to think, WCW and he starts Sting as this sort of creepy character. I'm pretty no, sure I'm he's. Sorry, you you got us confused. Yeah. Uh, uh, Sting Sting was a creepy character this whole time in yeah. WCW. He never went to WWE until just a few years ago, actually. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, okay. But we're jumping ahead of ourselves because uh, they go to this match at Starcade. Starcade, yeah. At Starcade, and uh, they wrestle the match. And there's, you know, some cheating. Hulk Hogan's with the NWO. It's, He's a bad guy. Yeah, it's supposed to be like the big, like, the NWO has been running rampant on WCW mm-hmm. for years. And then Sting's, like, finally the guy who can come along and take on the NWO. So, um, the he gets pinned. The ref counts. One, two, three. Now it was supposed to be a screw job on purpose. Um, the ref was supposed to do a, a fast count, a very fast count, and to make like make it look like the ref was in on it. Yeah. The ref forgot to do it, so he just did a normal three count. <laughs> the room. That's what their story. But the rumors and scuttlebutt is that he uh, he was actually Hogan told him to count it normal because Hogan was a big politicker backstage. And there was all this discrepancy on how they were going to end the match. So all of a sudden, uh, it's Hulk Hogan wins. And then Bret Hart just comes out, just walks (laughs) out and says, Hey, I've gotten screwed. I'm not going to let someone else get screwed. Restart the match. Like he has the power to do that. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. He's just a guy that got screwed over from one company and just came over to the next, and he's all of a sudden restart hey, the I'm match. I'm also a licensed referee. Hey. Do you need my services? <laughs> uh, so and they, they know to Republic. <laughs> so they do restart the match, and Sting wins this time. But the best uh, part was that there was like a, a what looked like a normal count. Is, we've, we effed that up. It's, yeah, it's supposed to look like a screw job, and now Sting just looks like a fool who got pinned by Hogan's leg drop for a normal three count. Uh, I love Sting. I was actually at uh, Sting made his WWE debut in a sense at uh, Survivor Series here in St. Louis, and I got to see it, and I freaked out and screamed like a six year old boy. It was very great. <laughs> it was very so great. My, uh, my, I was actually with a. Uh, our friend of the show, Sean, who was on last week. Okay. And uh, we both just looked at each other and go, Sting! And it was great. <laughs> Would you say that every little thing he does is magic? Oh, that's, you know what? I'm giving that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm giving I'm going to give him a desert rose. <laughs> I'm giving that one to him. All right, you uh, wanted to talk about someone that uh, uh, we'll all recognize the name because this guy's had a career that has spanned over 20 yeah, years. Yeah, he kind of like is one of the uh, few people who transcends wrestling, I think, now. Yeah, and uh, he's everywhere, too. Yeah, Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. Um, Jericho. But I, th- I think a lot of people know about Jericho's uh, WWF and E stuff, but uh, the thing is, like, he was starting to do that in WCW, so he had a lot of really... Um, interesting things. He came in there primarily for their cruiserweight division, which was kind of the edge that um, uh, WCW had because they had these good matches, and then like the main event was like the big names like Hogan and stuff. So a cruiserweight is basically anyone that's below two hundred and five pounds. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, that's considered a cruiserweight. So, just so in case anyone didn't know, yeah, I did not know. Thank I you. knew it was under like I thought it was under two fifty, but but you know, I was close. You're close. Um, so like, there's about a year and a half where Chris Jericho is like just this white meat baby face. Can't like he can't really doesn't really talk. Like he's just got to be the good guy. What is what is white meat? Real quick. Is that not the spicy Just like, bit? I'm going to follow all the rules, and I love all my fans. <laughs> you guys are great. Okay. I know you're booing me, but you're you're just the best. And you're just the best. <laughs> we are all going to get along. So, just like like the best of friends. <laughs> so then they start, uh, they tell Jericho that they're going to turn him heel, and he like just starts salivating, because now he can talk. Uh. Um and he kind of because it's like the lower part of the show and like and all that they cared about really at the time was like Hogan and the NWO like they kind of had like real loose reins on him so like he could just kind of go out there and say what he wanted um so he turns into like this massive crybaby character um just a like i don't know i know you said you didn't really watch much WCW i've seen i've seen good clips of it but like i feel like that's one of my earlier memories of when I got back into wrestling, like when I was in elementary school, is just hating Chris Jericho. Oh, he was the worst. Because he was just he was just a great heel. Like he was just such a crybaby chicken shit heel. Um are we gonna talk about my favorite promo that he did back then though? Uh that I'm probably gonna talk about him all. Did he do a promo for this podcast? Because you should listen to this podcast Jesus that we're Christ. currently doing right now. So he feuds uh subscribe on Stitcher, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Um if you want to just cry into a bowl and hand it to me, that'd be great. <laughs> so, so Chris Jericho starts feuding with uh this guy D Malenko, who is an amazing wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um but he's called the Iceman because he has no emotion. So he doesn't have much of a character. He's kind of boring. Um but he's awesome. Um and Dean Malenko is known as the man of a thousand holds. So yeah. Chris Jericho starts saying... I want you to know, for a split second, I thought you said man of a thousand holes. And I was and very I'm into it. man of a thousand Jack holes. got excited. <laughs> Pick one, baby. <laughs> so... <laughs> so Jericho starts taunting him by saying that he... Oh yeah, I'm the man of a thousand and four holds. I know four more. <laughs> and here is my favorite promo. So this is amazing, and they kind of recycled it recently. But yeah. but you'll see you'll see what he's gonna say. So Chris Jericho comes out um, with like that old school '90s perforated computer paper that's like just sheet <laughs> by sheet. <laughs> yeah, um, and he's like, "Here's a list of all of my holds. Hold one." Arm drag, hold two, arm bar, and then he just starts naming like, like just all of fake these holds. So the and best one, one, yeah, the best part about it was every other hold was the arm bar. <laughs> I think it was like every fourth or something. Yeah. It was like he would be like half Nelson, rear naked choke, arm bar, <laughs> and just and then like and then he'd be like. Ankle lock and and like and name all these and just arm bar and just keep throwing in arm bar and then as he has said in the in interviews about this yeah. is that uh, when they ever when they said go to commercial he just would put the list down and just start yelling at the audience so they'd be in commercial he'd just start yelling and like, like they're 
Yeah, they're like yelling. They're in Chicago, so he just starts insulting, insulting all of their sports teams. <laughs> and then they go, which is real easy to do. Cheap heat. That's what we call in the biz. And then, and then basically, whenever they say, okay, uh, uh, you're on in 10 seconds, he picks the list back up <laughs> and goes, number 250, arm bar. <laughs> <laughs> and like, to make it look like he'd been reading them that whole time. That is, his opponent comes out, like grabs his list, and it starts tearing apart, and he just like runs out of the ring. He's like, my holds! My holds! <laughs> uh, we're going to fast forward and then go back because the great, the great part about that was uh, he kind of recycled that recently. And it was a 20-year-old bit, yeah. so why not? But he did it in a great way that made him almost as popular, if not even more, than back then. Because he was just like, he was walking around backstage and he's like, there's so many people here that make us mad that do these things. And we're going to put them on a list. And I have a list of the list of Jericho and I'm going to come out here and tell everyone. So he would just be like, Roman Reigns, you just made the list. And just like <laughs> write their name. And it became the huge, like <laughs> the biggest thing. Cause people would, would like go crazy whenever he'd be like, cause he would just cue them up. Like now he does it. He goes, Oh yeah, you're gonna. He holds. He like starts raising the he's list. Got, like, in the pen. Board, he's got like a clipboard, right? Yeah. You like, can buy it now on WWE.com. Uh, anyway, it was like he, he's holding it up. What? I don't know. <laughs> and and he's lifting it up and goes, "You know what happens when you come out here and make promises you can't fulfill? You know what happens, Mick Foley." You just made the list, and like, like just start go nuts, frantically, just starts frantically scratching something down, and it is the greatest thing. Like it, it like revived his career, <laughs> like because even uh, uh, about a year ago, he he came back and he was doing matches, and Brandon and I were talking about wrestling, and we're like. Man, he's just, just done with them. We're done with him, and now all of a sudden he comes back and he starts calling people stupid idiots. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, that's funny. And then when the list came out, it's like, oh, this is a—he's amazing. Yeah, he's great. That's you know, such what's, a simple bit. Yeah, it's the simplest, dumbest bit, and people go, they go nuts. nuts. And uh, you know, what's actually really interesting is one of the other things that Jericho did was his conspiracy victim or okay, thing what's that he this? did. Um, so when when is this WCW? Uh, yeah, this is okay. like '98, and uh, he's there's a cruiserweight battle royal, and so in that previous feud, he beat Dean Malenko, and Dean Malenko disappears for a while, um, and then uh, there's a, a masked luchador who it's revealed at the end was actually Dean Malenko, so oh. he says he's a part of a conspiracy that uh, um, that Dean Malenko's name wasn't on the list of entrants in the battle royal. And the clipboard he's holding is like the list of today. Oh. So it's like he combined the, the list of holds and then the conspiracy victim list. Oh. <laughs> so he's like, cool. he's rehashing, making it cool. Um, what else you got for, for Chris Jericho oh, back then? Oh, man. his got a lot. Yeah, his feud with, um, or the feud he tried to make with Goldberg, specifically for the reason that, so when Goldberg comes to the ring, he has his personal security that like walks him to the ring so jericho started having his own jericho personal security and here we get to meet 
a man named Ralphus. And Ralph. Oh, wait. Ralphus. What? Ralphus. Ralphus. I actually don't remember this one. At all. Oh, I didn't this watch is great, WCW, man. So. Ralphus. There was another guy, too, that had a shirt that said Jericoholic Ninja. <laughs> and he had a mullet. But Ralphus was the real shining star of this. Okay. Uh, Ralphus was one of the truck drivers for the WCW ring crew. <laughs> <laughs> And Jericho recruits this guy. Holy cow. I just looked him up. He's wearing a half shirt. I need to see this. A handwritten Sharpie uh, uh, shirt that says JPS, Jericho Personal Security. <laughs> oh, man. He don't have no teeth. No. Ralphus has no front teeth. This no man front teeth. looks like a Ralphus. And I'm just going to say, oh, like, yeah. like, if you don't have a Google near you right now, I'm going to describe him. Think of someone named Ralphus. You got, you, it. Got you, it. Got it. you got it. And the best, like, people would touch Jericho or something, like, when he's coming to the ring. Like, that was the coolest thing was Jericho's bit. He would, like, grab signs that were for him and then, like, tear them up and be yeah. like, don't patronize me. <laughs> uh, he's really, he's always been really good at just using his environment for whatever. And uh, this one, uh, I think I told this one on the podcast before, but I'll tell it again because it's real quick. It happened uh, within the last six months or so, and it kind of just went under the radar, which I thought was so great. Like he was trying to run away from Roman Reigns or whoever, and a uh, like a PA that was carrying wires got in the way a little bit, and he just grabs the PA and starts hiding behind him, <laughs> and and like just starts hiding behind him and like yelling at at Roman Reigns or like come get me and he's just and and you just see you just see the poor stagehand that is just looking like so awkward at the camera like like half smiling like what's going on am i going to get fired like just just like what? and he's just and like they cut away but then Jericho cuts back he's still holding on to this guy he's still holding on to this guy and and like they they he's talking so they gotta leave it on him and he's just like why <laughs> just screaming with this poor stagehand just like not wanting to be on TV but now he's on TV hiding behind. I'm sure the stagehand was thinking, "Don't stand so close to me." Oh, that like okay. <laughs> anyway, call back. Call, call back in the wrong. Oh, because he's sting. sting. Wow. That was that was the biggest no sell of a facial expression I've ever seen. Oh, fuck, I love you so much, Brandon. You're great. Oh, please follow us on please iTunes. Please be on this episode. Um, I mean, on this podcast. I will be on this episode of Tales from the Kayfabe. Subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Like us on Facebook. Just Give us- just rub some cotton balls under your arm and put them in the mail. Uh, instead That's of a, a review, request. <laughs> instead of a review, leave us your home address. Uh, <laughs> I'll find and you by of, smell. Instead of <laughs> instead of five stars, send Matt your jar of piss. Uh, 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 I do, I find Matt. ways to use them. <laughs> okay, so is there, a, we got we got not, a few more. It's right? a great Matt, pickling I mean, mechanism. I can talk about Jericho and WCW for days. What's another really good one, and we'll end it. Uh, he so, just sounds like he's so good at he's just committing just brilliant. to bits. Like, that's, like, really, that's I love, all I want to do is gush about Jericho. Like, oh, his hair he from that time is just like, just like it's the it's the it's the the fucking. 
band eighties rock band mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Like he's which he took all of his influence from. Like um the first segment where he like calls out Goldberg and he's like calling him Greenberg. He's like trying to coerce him out. Um and it's just Jericho walking around backstage and he keeps walking through a door and it's not the stage. And it's just a classic spinal tap bit. Like <clears throat> he's like Hello Salem. And, like every door he goes through, he's like, "Oh, this isn't this isn't the ring." Like, That's just so classic and amazing. stupid. He's brilliant. So, uh, here's a, here's kind of like the, hey, you know, the Big Show was at SAU. This is a uh, this is the local bit about Jericho. Yeah. His dad actually played for the St. Louis Blues. Oh, cool. I, yeah, I, in I, the seventies. Yeah, better I, sports team than the Blackhawks. <laughs> oh, oh burn. I was statistically actually, not really. So here's I the know thing. nothing about sports. I was uh, at the, I just like antagonizing <laughs> Chicago. I was at the house show, um, the WWE house show, a couple months ago. Okay, and Jericho comes out and uh, he's doing his promo, and he's like, "I actually used to live here. I lived in Chesterfield." And he's like, "That place sucked." <laughs> and like, he's leading up to it, and he's like, "St. Louis," like, he's about to do it, and like, like, "No, you're not worthy of making the list." Oh. And it's like, man, the best way for him to get booed because everyone just wants to right. hear it. Um, it's just so good. See, <laughs> I saw him when he was a babyface here at a live show, and uh, this was he wasn't even on TV. They he just did live shows at that time, mm-hmm. and so he was uh, he was doing a live show here, and he just came out like. Hey, St. Louis. He's like, I used to live in Chesterfield. My dad, uh, my dad's name is on the wall back there. Like, you can, if you're over at this gate, you can see my dad on the list of players. And like, was really like, hey, this is fun. We're having fun. He he wasn't his evil self at the time, mm. but yes, his um, evil self sounds so much more fun than his good self. He, I did hear a story though, and this is great. Uh, this is a tangent too, but like he, his dad brought him into the Blues locker room when he was five years old, and he remembers having his first beer. <laughs> <laughs> someone put a cigarette in his mouth, and then someone put him head first into a trash can. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh my god, that's crazy. And his was just like, it was the seventies. It was the seventies. Like, yeah. That happened. That sounds good. Um. So, do you have one more uh, about that, or we can talk about his entrance into the WWF Ooh, at the time? That's a good one too. Um. Well, we can kind of segue into that just yeah. by um saying. That. So, I was talking about how he was, he was trying to do this feud with Goldberg, and like it was great. Like, and they were trying to get the big payoff. But Goldberg thought that he was, he was like, it's not believable for me to fight him for more than a minute because I can just toss him in the, like, in the first row. Like, so basically that's like the straw that breaks the camel's back for Jericho, which brings him to the WWF in 1999. Yeah. So, uh, his, his, uh, debut is actually like always on like top 10 list because he actually put some effort into it. Oh, it's so good. Um, so it was around 99. Mm-hmm. Uh, if anyone remembers in 99, everywhere they had the countdown to the Millennium Club. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, it was everywhere. So he claims he was at the post office one time and he looked over and saw that and he was like, oh, that'd be good for like a debut of wrestling. He goes, wait, I'm debuting in the WWE. Let's do that. So they would just put this clock up that was a countdown to not, it wasn't the Millennium. So everyone's just like, 
what what is this? It, and so it would just pop up every once in a while. Was it, during it, the is show. this it like it went on for months? Like, it went on for a while. Like I don't know. It, it could have only been a few weeks, but watching at the time, it felt. Like I feel it was like months. I know what this leads to. Well, yeah. I Him, mean, but but like Y two J is that kind yeah, of what? That, it is? Yep. that's exactly so, how he got that name. Um, that's how he got his name. Yes. Yeah, so all of a sudden, it, it uh, the Rock is in the ring, and the clock comes on, and there's only seconds left, and the Rock is pacing around like, "What's going on?" And people kind of think, "Okay, this could be it," because there's all also all these letters and numbers that are popping up too, and all of a sudden it like uh, it goes. To zero, these letters start popping up, and it you're, just says Y to J. Or you're actually confusing that. What? That's his. Um, was it 2007? When oh, he, came he had back. another. That one. was the yeah. breaking the code. Okay, but Y to J did come up. Yeah, just like Jericho came yes. up on the screen, and the place explodes because they kind of knew they knew him from WCW, and like people already kind of guessed that might have been what was going on. But like the early days of the internet, so like people yeah. were some people were like onto it. So they were probably like proto message boards that had like there were newsletters I, back in the day, legitimately like mailers. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm sure, like. Honestly, like thinking about the internet, I'm sure one of the first things that ever had message boards was about wrestling. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So one of the good things that came out of that promo, like Jericho came out, which was which was great. Everyone was excited. He came out talking and doing a slimy thing, and the rocks in the ring, and the rocks just standing there. And when he's done talking, he goes, "What's your name?" And Jericho goes, I told you, it doesn't matter what your name is. And that was like, I think that was the first time he used that. And that became like one of his catchphrases (laughs) throughout the whole thing. But, but like he would always get that then like, it doesn't matter what your name is. And that became one of Jericho's things. Uh, Jericho then kind of wavered a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. And then uh, actually fought and won the Intercontinental Titleship against China. Rest in Mm -hmm. peace. R.I.P. She had it, and he won it back from her. And uh, there's so much more we could talk about. We could talk about a major event. You could do like a series of episodes on Jericho. But we will save that for the next time, folks. This has been Tales from the Kayfabe. Subscribe on Stitcher, SoundCloud, uh, iTunes. Leave us a five-star review. Like us on Facebook. Blow into a hanky and just, you know, hand it to me. Tell us you love us. <laughs> think, of, think of a wish when you see a rainbow. And just, just know that next time, this week, this time, we'll be together. What I eat said. everything I get. And, and in the immortal <laughs> words of Sting, do-da-da-dee-da-da. Nope. Don't stand too close to me, Jack. Every breath you take. Oh God. Every every movie. This made. episode should have ended about what? sixty seconds ago. With, I'm gonna send you a that. message in a bottle to let you know what? it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Once you're done with that bottle, uh, go ahead and put whatever you need. <laughs>
Hey guys, if you uh, like this podcast, please let us know. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. Also, you can like our Facebook page. Go to Facebook and type in Tales from the Kayfabe. Uh, tell us what you think of the show. All that good stuff. Also helps uh, if you leave like a comment and a, sp- a five-star rating on iTunes. And, and your picture. And your home address. Home address. And your, your social security number. Your VIN number. Your mother's maiden name. And blood type. Thank yep. you. Bye.